On this week's episode of Teachers Off Duty, we cover all of the different ways that elementary, middle school, and high school are different from parent involvement to sub plans and everything in between. You're not going to want to miss this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to this week's episode of the Teachers Off-Duty Podcast Comedy Takeover. I got two lovely comedians sitting next to me. I, uh, I'm i just, uh, like, I fake it. I fake being, like, a comedian. Like, I, I feel like I'm a faker, too. You yeah. Know? No, no. Yeah. You, hey, My students me. tell me I'm not funny. I mean, no. they, they... Guys, stop it. As a professional comedian, I'm here to tell you, no, you guys are validated. Oh. You, I vouch for you, you, and I vouch for you. And there I said it. Well, if you need any tips, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Casey Mack's fantastic. He's funny. He's thank got you, thank it. you. Is thank that you. why his handle is Casey Mack? His last name, he was born this role. He was born into it. He little, was? Little do people know Casey Mack's last name is actually funny. It is funny. His middle name is Mack. Well, technically my real name is Stanley Gilbert, but, you know, but that doesn't have a ring to it. That's a funny name. <laughs> Board Teacher's Comedy. Hey! Check it out. But, uh... Let's go through some tour dates. What's going on? Where, yeah, where are you guys going to be? Where, where are you going, Casey? Man, the wonderful Board Teachers Comedy Tour. That's right. If you have yet to purchase a ticket, you definitely need to. Because, you know what? Real quick, as a special treat to the yeah. certain listeners, we have some listeners that get the opportunity to hear the podcast drop today. And if they're in the Jacksonville, Florida area, you're going to have the opportunity to see us tonight. That's what? right. <gasps> at the Florida Theater. Where? Tonight. Where is it? In Jacksonville, Florida. Nice. Tonight. Tonight? At what theater? The Florida Theater. That's pretty confident. The, Flo- the Florida? The Florida the Theater. Florida Theater. Wow. The Florida Theater. Tonight. Wow. So you're welcome. Two gifts all wrapped up in one day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the gift is us. <laughs> welcome. Listen, we're also going to be in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. But listen now. Shippensburg, we appreciate y'all. Why? Because you guys sold that place out. That's right. That oh show gosh. is sold out. Yes, yes. What? Yes, sold out. I was going to go over there. Can't. No more tickets. Dad, gum it. Dad, gum it. He's really close to South Dakota. Where else you at, Casey? <laughs> Atlantic City, New Jersey. Oh! <laughs> Patchaw, New York. What? Hey, that's sold out as well. Pat who? Patchaw, New York is sold oh, out too. Sold out? Thank you, Patchaw. No, I was going to go there too. Uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. How do you Ooh. spell that? Poughkeepsie, New York. <laughs> Kipsy? I don't know. There's some G's and U's in there. I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> what, what state's that? New York. Hey. Ooh, hey, man. I've been there. Akron, Ohio. O-H. I-O. Hey. I thought it was something else. I thought it was something else coming. Wabash, Indiana. Who? Wabash, Indiana. Never been there. Never heard of that. Joliet, Illinois. Thank you for selling that out as well. I heard Joliet, Illinois is Chicago, but not Chicago. That's how it was described. Chicago-ish. Chicago-ish. It's it's sold out, though. So I don't. I know. Appreciate you for that. You guys are funny. Thank you. Thank you. And Toledo, Ohio. Whoa. Last but not least. But listen, they're going to see you on the stage. Uh, TBD. 
TBD. TBD. I'm, see, here's how I liked. I like to, I think it was Batman who <gasps> said it. I like to operate oh, in the shadows. I'm sorry. It just hit me. What? TBD. To be determined. To be determined. Every time I always seen that by my name, I thought it was the black dude. <laughs> Dang. Portuguese coming tomorrow. You usually got to pay for these jokes. Today you got them free. Jacksonville. <laughs> Toledo. Holy cow. Atlanta City. Here, okay, I'll send a pitch over here. But boss is sitting in this room. I've always wanted to go to Atlantic City. More oh. so to go play some, some blackjack. I, oh, yeah. I, I love playing blackjack. I Do love you? Love it. Oh, I love it. When I was in college, we uh, my roommates and I, we learned how to count cards. So we like go like like Oh, you're black. cheaters. No, 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 uh. no, no. We were smart. So um if That's you, what a cheater if, would if say. you have you guys ever <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie called 21? Yes. It's about those MIT yeah. students and the professor yes. leads like a underground mm-hmm. uh, like gambling, like count carding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, was that actually you? about me. Yeah. That was, I, I was actually an, an <laughs> MIT, MIT professor. <laughs> but no, if I could, if I could teach any course like out there, if I could teach blackjack, that'd be awesome. I think that'd Ooh. be fun. Like I think it's an actual course. That'd be awesome. Like mm. teach kids, like, hey, here's here's. Would that be weird to do like as an extracurricular? I think that'd be students? so fun. Like teach a gambling class. Like kids, all right. Dealer showing smart. Dealer showing five. You're dealt sixteen. What do you do? Like it'd be awesome. It'd yeah. be a ton of fun. Yeah. So some math. I, so James is he's listening to this. I, I if if he needs uh, someone to uh, do do Atlantic City. <laughs> Don't look at me because I'll be at the casino. <laughs> you know, I always said I love Atlantic City because that city reminds me of if Miami and Vegas had a baby, well, it'd be Atlantic City. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, and guess what? We got some other news here. We got some oh, more stuff. This is, hey. no, this, is, this is very important. Hey, what, what year comes after 2023? 2024. Are you guys going to be touring in 2024? They may, there may be a date or two. Oh, I heard there might even be on three. the calendar, <laughs> or we might already have the calendar booked all the way to May. That's right, twenty twenty four. It's definitely going down. Ooh. Board teachers comedy tour twenty twenty four. Who wants more? Bow bars. Wow. Wow. See that? Wow. <laughs> wow. That I'm was... actually really excited about 2024 because I get to go on some of those dates. She's Ooh. back. See, we started the comedy game together. We did. For the Board Teachers Comedy Tour. Yeah. And it's been just, we had so, so many great times. Yeah. A lot of great fun memories on the van. So many of you sleeping in the Do van. Do you snore? No. Does, rumor is, rumor I, is you snore. He I breathe snoring. partially. Wow. You That's breathe what it partially is. as a pull of stiff fully? No, harshly. Harshly. Oh, harshly. <laughs> that means I'm dead. I know. That's why I was, I was concerned. No. I was concerned. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't really. Uh, I have a CPAP now. Uh, you know what? You know what I have now? Okay. Maybe this is part of getting older. Okay. So I, uh, I've got a deviated septum. I can't breathe that goodly out of my nose. Really? I got these new like patches. Things the breathe right? Breathe right. Oh, dude. It's insane. Being able to breathe through your nose at night. That's what is, that's, how does, what is that, how does it work? 
you so you put it on here and it like flares your nostrils out so you can get more air in in, in the chamber. Okay. And oh my word, <laughs> Casey would game just walk changer. around with one on his nose all the time. I almost wore one to record today. It I. <laughs> I'm going to wear one to school tomorrow. Yeah, you are. My middle school students will not make fun of me at all. <laughs> Forget my nose. I'm putting one on my nipple. <laughs> I have clogged pores. Okay, stop. Enough. So. Okay. Our, our topic for today. We're diving into it, okay? We're diving into it. We are going over some of the best and worst parts of teaching yes. each grade level. Because we've all we've all taught different grades. So yeah. I've taught sixth grade, I've taught seventh grade, and then I did a, a semester of student teaching in high school, and then taught a semester of high school as well. So most of my time has been in all my time has been in secondary. I also worked as a substitute teacher for a couple of years. Also was a substitute para for a couple of years. Oh, it was so did did, did a number of different positions. It was it was challenging. What about you? What what did you teach? Um, I've done para work. As, as soon as I graduated from college, that's exactly what I went into. I was a pair for a few years. Why? Because I was trying to still figure out this whole educational thing. Yeah. You know, didn't know yeah. if, what I wanted to do. And it's so funny when we was talking about it, have I ever taught high school? And I was like, no, just, you know, during the post-pandemic, you know. But I actually forgot. It was this stint, like, three, yeah, <laughs> three, block I out. blocked it out. Because <laughs> I was at Must a... Must have been fun. No, man, I was at an alternative school. So it was some of the worst times of my life. And I really just, and then when I was oh, sitting no. here listening to you, I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's right. Oh, I worked at the Dallas Can Academy. I forgot about that. I did that for a couple of years. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Where was that at? What state was that? Texas. Ah. Dallas Can Academy. And I've, it's one of the jokes I used to say. I found out why they called it the Can Academy. Because my first day on campus, I was like, oh, can you walk me to my car after school? <laughs> Can you call nine one one? Jacksonville tonight. Uh, and then I taught uh, middle school. So I've been in middle school for the past three years. Uh, special education middle school. So nice, awesome. I I, I substituted taught... with the babies though. Did you? Yeah, when I <gasps> subbed, I had to. You know, of course you can't. Oh. So I subbed elementary. You know, here and there. But I would have loved to see that in action. Oh man, them kids. Did you like it? I didn't want to go below it because I don't have the cadence to speak with the with the younger babies mm. like I did with like middle schoolers mm. or mm. they don't they don't they don't understand sarcasm, but we'll we'll get into that Facts. probably. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's actually a good kickoff. Oh, is it? Do tell. Okay. All right. When I moved down to third grade, it was quite a culture shock for me mm -hmm. because in middle school they understood sarcasm a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You could you could have those conversations. Third grade, I think I made a student cry by accident the first week oh, no. because they did not understand my sarcasm. Wow. So that was That's kind tough. of the bummer of, of going down to the elementary mm -hmm. level in regards to like how you talk to your students because uh, they didn't get it. They I would, didn't get I would it. do so bad when it comes to like teaching elementary and like having to speak their language. I just, I don't know. I talk to my students kind of the same way that I talk to like adults. Right. Like, I just, Here's how I talk. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna. Some people are really good at. Okay, class. Here we go. Like I can't do that oh. at all. 
And if I had to do that with elementary kids every single day, I would maybe be employed for a week and a half. After that, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, here's my two weeks. Uh, this is not for me. Not yeah. for me. Because I used to sub um, – I used to sub, like, for a couple of years. And when I would go to the elementary classrooms, just, like, having those conversations with kids, I just was not good at. Like, I just I, – I couldn't do it. So did you have, like, a teacher, like – tone with those kids like did you have to change how you Definitely talk yes yeah. yes for sure for sure i think it is it is kind of that like you get on that like disney princess voice of mm. like <laughs> oh like can i help you with that oh Absolutely. i couldn't do it I know. <laughs> oh i couldn't do it so it sweet. did it makes me cringe in my you know in my heart of hearts because it's just that's not who i am yeah but um, you you had to. That's the way you had to communicate the voice, with it, them. It helped. It helped. It, it just resonated with them. That that tone because I used to watch it from the favorite programs, Nickelodeon. Yeah, well, it's like it's safe. You know. That's There's... why I used to be like, oh, "Hey, kids, <laughs> open up your books today. It's about to go down." <laughs> like, we love this guy. <laughs> they do that in middle school. Like, who the who is this guy? This guy. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. I think of like when, like in middle school, when I've got kids that are like doing something like they shouldn't be, I can just be like, dude, what are you doing? Right. Like, what do you, I, if I said that to like a second grader, I would just make them cry. Like, I just, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Cause I at least like when you, with secondary, you can talk to them and just be kind of straight up and be real with them, which I, I really do enjoy that. Like, do you, do you have that, Casey? Like, can, when you talk to your students? A lot of times I try to relate to them, like, you know, like, I understand, you know, we have to be, an authority figure all the time. I get it. Mm. I get it. And I'm, and and usually, because I'm big and tall, they usually I I'm supposed to be the disciplinary mm. every time. Go, oh, miss back. You know. But a lot of the times I'm like I found if you just talk to the kids, you know, on their level. So like, okay, I know I'm your teacher and you understand these boundaries, but also understand that you know, I was in the middle. I was in middle school before. Duh. You know, so I kind of been through what you're going through. So it's like I could kind of relate to him on that level and just kind of talk to him on some, look, bro, man, chill out. Look, why, yeah. no, why would you do that? And I you think know? that's so. like I think that's like the cool part of like teaching middle school or mm -hmm. high school. Like you can have yeah. that relationship with mm -hmm. them. And like you are like the fun teacher and like. Right. But there are those like boundaries of having those almost come to Jesus moments mm -hmm. of yeah. like, why, why are you acting right. like this? Yeah. Why are you acting yeah, like I've, this? I've noticed with like my students who are mature like mature middle schoolers you can have those conversations with and just be like t 
totally real with them. Be like, hey, like I've had a bunch of times if kids are making poor choices, you know, in school and out of school, right. where I'll mm-hmm. sit them down and be like, hey, listen, you're making decisions here that are going to start to affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And if right. you keep making these decisions, you're not going to go down a path that you're going to really enjoy. Right. And it's it's fun having those conversations. I like having that. And like I remember when I was doing high school, one of my hardest things was seeing kids making decisions that did impact the rest of their life. Because when mm-hmm. you get to that age, you start making mistakes that they right. stick with you, at least right. in the middle school level. Right. You can catch them early right. and be like, hey, if you keep making these mistakes, here's the path that this usually tends to go. Yeah. And it's I think it's important to have those conversations with kids. And we're not saying, hey, you know you're you're gonna be nothing you're you're gonna go down oh, this path yeah. it's like no, no. no it's like hey if you keep making these decisions this is the outcome right. right and i think kids need to hear that where hey these choices you make they have consequences right. and it might not be tomorrow but mm-hmm. it might be in five years right but then you're gonna have to look in the mirror and be like hey these five years of choices led me to this position whatever it is good right. or bad right and we pray that 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 works i mean and you're right not a lot of um especially on the middle school level implement that a lot and, yeah you know trying to re- reinforce that that thinking they just wait till they get to high school mm-hmm. but at this point it's like oh, it's kind of too late i mean habits are made i mean now granted it's never too late yeah. but it would have been better it'd be more challenging right yeah mm-hmm. more challenging it earlier yeah and i mean, i tell my kids all the time like you're making habits now you're making mm-hmm. habits yeah, now for sure and it's gonna stick with you for the rest of your life mm-hmm. if you keep going down down that path but i don't know that's what i like about middle school like i couldn't do that with a kindergartner nah, <laughs> i couldn't right. i couldn't not. do that so like sometimes when you're having those behavioral issues you like parents have to become involved in some mm-hmm. sort of way right like and parent involvement is so different across the board right mm-hmm. and i feel like the way that you know, high school parents are involved in the classroom is way different than they are at yeah. kindergarten. Like, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it's interesting at the middle school level seeing parent involvement because some parents still think that it's elementary school, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, nah, things are different. You know, it, it, for me as a teacher, I've got one hundred and five kids I see every day. Right. It isn't no longer one sheltered classroom of twenty five kids. Like it's. I've got a whole bunch of kids that I see. So the amount of individual time I can spend with each mm-hmm. kid is drastically less right. just because right. that's the nature of the beast. That's how it goes. So I've noticed with middle school, some parents still can treat it like elementary school. Mm-hmm. And it's important as teachers to say, hey, you know, here's how we operate. Here, here's Things are different now. Yeah. And like for me, I tell a lot of parents, we try to teach the kids um, – you know, taking accountability, self-accountability, mm-hmm. getting right. their work done. We're not going to hunt every kid down if they have late assignments. And usually most parents are appreciative of that. Yeah. They, they really do like it. But what did you notice in elementary? Um, in elementary, parents, I feel like it varies, but like parents are usually very, very involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like thinking about kindergarten, my my best friend just had um, her son go into kindergarten and he's still like crying going into school. So it's like, like you have to drop them off and you mm-hmm. have to like comfort them and just mm-hmm. be there for right. them all the time. And then I think as, as they go through the grades, like third grade, I had very, very involved parents hmm. and some parents that were just like, no, like we get it, school. Mm-hmm. Like you got them at school and like right. you're good to go. If there's an issue, call me. If not, then I'm gonna assume everything's great. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think parent involvement, I think it's important to involve the parents when mm-hmm. you're in elementary school. Yep. I think about 
like I have a two and a half year old and I am already dreading like the idea of like having my son in a classroom like away from me all day and not knowing what's going on. Yeah. So like I I think about that and you have to you have to kind of involve those parents too mm-hmm. that have some sort of like like what are you guys doing? What are you learning about? Yeah. And um, there's there's like the newsletters that I have to do, or oh, yeah. you know all of that. Yeah, stuff, so. and it's important as teachers. Like we're a team. You know, the teachers teachers plus parent plus mm-hmm. kid. We're all a team. We're all trying to work together. So uh, yeah. I think no matter what grade you're teaching, you need parent involvement. You, you need to be Absolutely. communicating with the parents. Let them know what's going on because at the end of the day, we all want what's best for the right. kid, and that's that's the end goal. Right. And I mean, especially like on the high school level, this is what I've noticed. Like the involvement kind of decreases, but not because they're just saying, hey, well, we don't care anymore. But mm-hmm. I think it's more so the up there under the idea that, you know, my child is older. He's almost out of high school, especially like getting like junior senior. They're yeah. out of, almost right. out of school. My involvement is, you know, my presence doesn't have to be, you know, so up close and personal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so involved, right? But here's the thing, though. Whereas you might not be as involved like you were when they was in middle school, elementary as much, but they still need that involvement because you want to make sure that your kid is on track, making sure they have everything that they need as they're about to transition Mm -hmm. out of high school. And and it's good for the kids just to see their parents involved. Right. Even though, like, I think about a a lot of different, like, high school conferences, because conferences are so different at each grade level. Mm -hmm. A lot of parents kind of saying, hey, I'm not going to go to conferences this year because I've heard the same thing for 10 years straight. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? But there, the counter to that is, hey, when you still go to those conferences, it's showing the kid that you're involved. It's showing Absolutely. that you care. So, yeah, I mean, I do understand if, you're, if your kid's a senior, yeah, do you right. really need to go to the conferences? I don't know. Right. That's up to you. But just parent involvement is, right. is so important so the kids can consistently see like, hey, my mom and dad, they care, or whoever, you, whoever the kid lives with. Yeah. That's so important for them. You right. know? And, and kids really do appreciate that but I think conferences are interesting because that's another thing how each grade level is different <laughs> where yes. middle school conferences are always so interesting like they're, they're always yeah, how interesting do you, how does it yeah. run in middle school so we have um like how at my school we do a group so we have the kids come with the parents and then we just kind of put it all out there we, we say it really? as it is the oh, kids yeah. are there kids are there yep usually the kids are there um, and we want them to be there so we can have that conversation with the mm-hmm. kids because it's not like it's not us against the kid it's right. hey right. We're, we're a team that's very and, true and yeah. if there's an issue going on in school we'll say hey here's a consistent pattern of things that we're seeing you know right. and, and a lot of times the parents the most common thing parents always say yep we see that at home yeah. Yep. Yep. We've we've heard this for the last couple of years. So yeah. how did how did you do it in do elementary? You, sorry, oh, I no, just had going. one more oh, question. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very interested. Um, do you guys do you guys do it as a team, like a, um, or do you do individual subjects? So yeah, so we've tried a couple of different methods. So we have the first like hour and a half of conferences blocked off, so uh, parents can schedule. So like, okay. hey, we want to talk to this teacher, and then you bounce around to talk to all the teachers in our team. Okay. And then we then later in the in the evening we have an open house format. So like three hours of open house just show up talk to whatever teachers open and then go from there so it's i feel like that would give me anxiety yeah it's there, there's times where like you have to be prepared for those tough conversations you're right. gonna have so you have to kind of know what you're gonna say and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like oh i'm having this tough conversation and you really got to be quick on your feet yeah. because if the co- if the conference starts to derail it happens quickly and if right. you start getting a parent upset it happens quickly so yeah there's that there's that variable of it's it's challenging right but i don't know how do you guys do it in elementary 
in elementary, it was, I did it for my class as a whole. So I taught all of the subjects mm -hmm. and I parents scheduled out the conferences. So I usually had like 20 to 30 conferences depending on familial situations mm -hmm. and yeah. who needed to be there but yeah it was it was a lot of conferences and it was actually like really helpful for me to do <laughs> conferences that way because it got me thinking we did them usually at the beginning of the year um like around october mm -hmm. and it got me thinking about each individual student and what each individual student needed mm -hmm. like from my observation so like it was very helpful for me to communicate that with the parents and also think about them as individuals not necessarily as like a class whole yeah um but yeah so we just did we did individual conferences for every parent so i covered all of the subjects which how long did that take i had 20 minute um conference like slots so wow. i would stay after school um we would usually have a half day so i would do i would have like back to back to back all the way until i scheduled mine out through the night for parents who right. couldn't come earlier um and then, so i was there from like you know six <laughs> 7 a.m oh. to 8 30 p.m yeah. those were the long days I, you, oh those long <laughs> days you get to school regular time yeah teach the whole entire day <laughs> mm -hmm. then guess what you can't go home yeah. no you can't leave campus to go get no food no uh -huh. why because the pta brought everybody jason deli sandwiches and you have to eat that because that's where everybody or they might do pizza i don't know <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. you got pizza that's nice <laughs> we had a cool pta so we stayed there we eat and then we would go back to our classrooms and wait now maybe one two maybe three or four parents show up oh it's just like an that, open door policy yes. like no one and they, scheduled it yes oh, and they just would no. come in nope, nope. now some of the teachers didn't see any parents you know we were actually happy to see like because you know yeah. what i'm saying because we're just sitting there like please come please so yeah. but we wouldn't get home till about 7 30 8 like we would it's horrible yeah yeah, Ooh, those yeah days. our days are um eight to eight when we have conferences mm. 7 45 to eight mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's Whew, those get to be long days. Yeah, long and, days. And, it's, and emotionally draining too because yeah. you, some of those conferences are tough. Yeah, mm -hmm. in the sense of like, you know, you're sometimes handling. You have to give not bad news, but just like you know, some students need that yeah. extra support and that extra time to talk about where you can help them and where yeah. you mm -hmm. can see growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like. And, those and, are those are tough conversations yeah. to have sometimes. And, and each and family deserves your best. Absolutely. So it's like it's hard to constantly be going back to back to back to back. <laughs> it's hard to be a Disney princess that right. It's hard to be the, yeah. Oh, what about this voice? <laughs> well, I can't do this the whole conference. Wipers. Let's keep going with how how different grades are different. Okay. Um, let's look at content, teaching content. So it's so different. One of the reasons why I like teaching middle school is because I only have to be one hour smarter than a middle schooler. I'm <laughs> one hour smarter. I might not know what I'm teaching tomorrow, but I know what I'm teaching today. Yeah. And you don't know this information yet, so I'm one hour smarter. And that's where I, I had a job offer um, to teach high school, um, what was it? chemistry and no, oh, it's physics and um, physical Hard science. Hard pass. And I was like, I can't just show up and wing it right. you know you, like yeah. at the middle school level it's like it's very in, in you know Go intro ahead. level we content it. so it's like all right 
Yep, I, I can quickly get the parts of the cell down again, and then let's give this information. Right. So yeah. I like being one hour smarter than middle schooler. It's just it's high different. school. That's when they begin to start critically thinking. Yeah, and they have the questions. And they're like, yeah. and then the kids are like, I think I'm smarter than the teacher. <laughs> right. Like, there, there's definitely times where like those high level kids in high school. Yeah, there's times that they might be smarter than the teacher. Yeah, because like, those are some bright kids. There's some smart kids. But like, and I, my dad is a high school teacher, and we talk about this a mm-hmm. lot. Where, and he teaches AP Bio. For him, okay. his biggest stressor is learning content. And yeah. behaviors are usually the least biggest stressor. For right. me, it's the other way around. That's behaviors funny. are my yeah. biggest stressor. Learning the content is my my smallest stressor. Okay, and what was the content you did when you was in high school? What did you uh, do? Health. Health. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Okay, so yeah, so you had to create that whole curriculum. And did you, was you pulling like from other uh, teachers as far as getting like your content or did you? Doing health? Like... No, they, they had a, a full curriculum for okay, it. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, they had it all mapped out. I love teaching high school health. It was, it was fun and... Um, at least, at, like when you're doing health, the kids do have real questions, especially mm-hmm. high school. Like they've yeah. got the, they've got real genuine questions, mm-hmm. which it's fun to teach that course. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked doing that. It was good. Because what did you teach when you did high school? English. English. Mm-hmm. What's it like planning Ooh. for that? Man, <laughs> I don't know how you. Simply, I go on teachers pay teachers. <laughs> <laughs> TPT.com. <laughs> Uh, I can't imagine being an English teacher, like teaching kids how to read. Like that's a lot of pressure. Like elementary, you guys did that. Taught kids how to read. I can't. Yeah. I can't teach a kid how to read. Yeah, that that's a lot of pressure. That's that's one of the reasons why I can't go down, like lower than third grade, because mm-hmm. that's too much pressure for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's too much. Okay. So but so but okay. You guys PLC right though. So when you was doing your planning for like the week for whatever unit you guys yeah in your department yeah well yeah i was in a small school it was usually just one person so, in okay that's all i wanted because i know middle school we have to plc yeah. like we oh, are yeah. departments we sit down yeah. we, we plc the heck out of it man <laughs> and i used to say man plc should stand for people let's chill but no they wanted to actually do work <laughs> tonight <laughs> i need i need a book of casey acronyms uh, that's funny <laughs> Writing sub plans for uh, each I, elementary. Woo, I don't know how you do it. This is so uh, tough. My so my husband teaches high school history, and like his sub plans are like turn on a World War II yeah, documentary. Like, I need like, some coffee for go this on one. your Chromebook and do this. Here's a like, packet. And I'm like, and they do that for fifty, like however uh-huh. long the period is. He's like, yeah. For elementary, you have Ugh. to plan out every single minute. So like, Ugh. and then you have to have subsets to those sub plans. So like, if we have a fire drill, this is what you need to do. And if we have to do this, oh, if there's an assembly, like surprise assembly that no one knew about, like here's this and Ugh. all of this stuff. Like, oh, don't forget, like this student can't sit next to this student and they can't be partners. And this and, student like, this, has a peanut allergy and they will die right. if they touch a peanut. Right, like life or death situations yeah. and. It's it is a lot to plan for and and I know like people go off on this for me all the time like well just have a subfolder I get that I get that and I absolutely right. <laughs> should have a subplan or subfolder like all ready to go but, no, but sometimes I don't no but just yeah. listening to you I don't think people understand that I, I'm sitting here thinking you know how cool I have it and even on a high school level. Really, you put all the objectives, everything that you want them to do that day, whatever, mm-hmm. on a middle school, high school level, they do it. Yeah. yeah. 
Supposedly. And if yeah. they don't, I'll see you when I get back. If right. I heard that you was acting up, yeah. I'll right. see you when I get back. But other than that, my sub only has to just really, you know, just yeah. manage yeah. that. Right. Well, and, but on an elementary level, <laughs> no, they got to get down. They're in it. Right. They, and, that's, yeah. and it's so, you can't just it's so hands on. It's yeah. so yeah. hands on. It's crazy. And that's why I had so much anxiety about being out of the classroom because it is not just like go on your Chromebook, like yeah. play a game right, or right. whatever. No, and I'm not saying that high school or middle school teachers do that at all. Uh, but sometimes I'm just saying, like, <laughs> sometimes it's, like, we have a web quest we're doing today. To elementary, come on, people, let's just be real. I know we always yeah. got this battle who and has it worse, but come on, yeah. yes, we're that come one. On. Like, so yeah, come on. But like you know, and like the kids, they we have special things that we do. Like you know, sometimes the sub coming in, like, oh, can we can we do a gim kit? What's a gim kit? Like mm-hmm. they don't know what that right. is, but yeah. like we would do that at the end of a class, yeah. or you know, or some the math lesson, the the math curriculum that they got my last year teaching um, was just it was so obnoxiously complicated yeah. that I felt so bad leaving that as sub plans. Yeah. Oh, felt bad. so bad because I'm like I'm so sorry. Most of the times I would put the answer like try to do the problem out on the board. I'm like that isn't right, guys. Did you at have, all. You have to ask yourself, all. am I really this sick to do this to my yeah, sub? Right. Well, that's what it came down to. Like, do I really want to be out? Do I really really want to be out? So, I used yeah. to sub and uh when I was doing like I'd go sub elementary, I'd read the sub plans. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is a lot of work." Like it is well, because when you At think of it, yeah, <laughs> you, you, truly, because when you think of it, like if, if I'm gone for a day of school, I'm going to have my general science course that I need subplans for my accelerated course and then my bison academy at the end of the day yeah. so there's three hours of content that I need to have planned yeah. you guys have the full eight hours right. that you need to have structured right. yeah. like that that's tough yeah. that's, that is. that's not well, like, easy okay, salute so like, to everybody so and then like, we go for multiple days yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. Maternity leave? <gasps> oh, I don't uh. I thankfully did not have to make maternity plans. I just had to like kind of leave the the structure. But yeah. um okay, so like that uh-huh. brings up something I have an argument with my high school teacher husband about is the preps. Okay. Uh, okay. Preps. You guys, so like, and again, I'm going, <laughs> I sound so aggressive and I'm like, you guys get to do this. That's not what I'm saying. But for high school, middle school, you guys are prepping for usually, you know, like three three yeah. classes yeah. total for the day. Where like, and- Black skin, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, right. So if I, like during my prep period, I'm trying to prep math, science, English, reading, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of, the, all of the different subjects in a 45 minute class and my husband has like an hour and 20 minutes for prep to do the same lesson that wow. he's teaching for like two blocks. Yeah. Like, On your plan period, you really plan. I, do y'all get a plan period? Oh, well, like when they go like the gym, lunch, yeah. or music yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So like I think like that's the other thing too is that when we're talking about prep periods in elementary school, right. we're talking about like, you know, 45 right. minutes. Yeah. Right, right. Like, I am trying to get everything yeah. done right now. From the outside looking in, they work elementary teachers like workhorses. <laughs> I mean, it is like, and they work everybody hard. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Right, but right, I'm right. saying outside looking in, I could never do elementary for all those reasons. Definitely uh, not. Come could. on, Gabe, Absolute. you can do it. Okay, guys, <laughs> quiet coyotes. Like, 
Shut up. I salute every elementary el- educator. Thank you for what you Thank do. Thank you. Yeah. For real. Those Thank kindergarten you. teachers, too, are just oh, kindergarten, the most amazing pre-K, people. Oh, kindergarten, pre-K, love you all. All right, let's, uh, let's go through some more of these. So okay. the difference in testing. Huge difference. So, oh, yeah. so like state testing is one thing, but I also look at like teaching like high school teachers. There's so much emphasis on tests and grades. Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge, huge, huge okay. part of it. Where like at the middle school level, a lot of times it gets you know people will say like, well, these grades don't really carry over. Like they they you know they'll say, well, these grades don't matter. Yeah. Well, it depends what you mean by they matter right. or not. But yeah. This a college college want to find out about what grade right. you're getting. Where in high school, it is you have to have have your stuff done. You know, and right? You gotta you gotta have it down. With the state testing, I think in middle school, I think you're right. It's not more so the grades and scores. I mean, I'm not saying they're not important, but mm-hmm. I think it's more so the practicing of getting them prepared yeah, for on the high school level, mm-hmm. so that they can you know be successful in those testing. But I mean, and again, the middle school teachers, we know we we have to do the whole. Testing when that when it's around testing year, oh, we mm. dread it. Just mm. oh, oh, get your new shoes out. I mean, get them comfortable shoes out because you're about to active monitor. And yeah, <laughs> you don't know regularity is going on on your record. You know, <laughs> so it's just it's just that's that's the part that we have. Yeah. But you guys don't do that on a elementary. Don't do like um. I mean, just like the smaller the smaller, not like so much state testing. State testing usually starts. Um, for at least for my state in third grade. Hmm. Um, Which again is like tough. These kids are still kids and we're testing them. And even like kindergartners are being tested constantly. And that's just, I'm sorry, but that is not okay. That's not fair. And these these are babies, like five year olds. Just because you weigh the cow a bunch doesn't mean it's gonna weigh more. Exactly. Wow. I like that. I need like that, right that on a pillow you gotta, too. You gotta, you gotta feed the cow. You can't just weigh the cow. I like oh that. Oh my gosh. Well and yeah, and that's kind of what not, I am not saying kids are cows. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. It's a metaphor or analogy, whatever the heck Let's it is. Move on. <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida. We will see you there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're, you're talking a, 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 about kids like moving around and whatnot. One of the things that's different is is recess, have, letting oh, kids yeah. have the ability to run around. Yeah, like I, we need we Speak, and I brother. will die on this hill. Preach, brother. Go. Middle school, you either need recess or you need to have a PE class for kids every single day. They need yes. to move around. Yeah. We know, okay. we know that they have to move. I mean, if you go to a middle school classroom for a day, just watch these young boys full of testosterone. Just watch, like, oh, they, they yes. can't, they're just moving all the time. They have to go run around, and that's yeah. okay. We have to let them. And yeah. it sucks where, the like, especially kids, uh, if they have trouble, like, reading or, or trouble in math and they need remedial classes, the first class that they pull is PE. So now yeah. they're going to go all day cooped up when mm-hmm. those are the kids that need to run around, and it's yeah. just, ah. Drives me nuts. So when you when you when you talk about recess, so I don't know, does your school go up to is sixth grade considered elementary still? Uh, or do they classify that as yes, middle school? Yes, sixth grade. Yeah, so it was okay. like K to six, and then seven to eight. Was, okay. Yeah, when school. I when I grew up, actually sixth, seventh, eighth was middle school, but okay. I'm in Texas, so actually Yo. six six is a part of <laughs> six is a part of elementary, and sometimes you have your sixth grade centers, which is just you know just sixth grade all by themselves. So. I'm in seventh and eighth now. So when our kids come from sixth grade, they still have that elementary kind of mentality where yeah. they want 
recess. And they say, hey, can we go outside? We're like, no, you guys are in the seventh grade now. There's no more recess at this level. So kind of playing off your part, what what they tell us to do is, because sometimes I used to be like, hey, can I take the kids outside to the little courtyard? You know, we'll just, they're like, no, that's not, you know, don't really, that. we don't want them in the classroom. That's not part of the standard. Right. And so they're like, if they want to um, move around, go out for athletics. That's equivalent to their recess. Really? Football, volleyball, whatever that is. So isn't that crazy? Because so they do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like there's outside factors that are preventing kids from doing sports. Like maybe they don't have a ride. Maybe they can't afford shoes. <gasps> crazy. What? Maybe they haven't ever played basketball before. And now right. as an eighth grader, right. they don't want to embarrass themselves on the basketball court. Right. right. Yeah. It's like, it's uh, this is scientifically proven. This needs to happen for all students. Like fresh air, moving your body. Yep. It is proven that all like mm -hmm. we need it yeah well and if you just look at the health of kids you need to have a move around like in mm -hmm. high school i took one semester of pe that's crazy you, you if, yeah. if we like we have a generation of kids who are as un we're the un most unhealthy generation ever we mm -hmm. gotta have them moving around we, we gotta have them learning like mm -hmm. that you know exercise is good and it, it's it's you know it'll be good for you in the long run mm -hmm. i just I don't know. That that's the hill that I die on is when it comes to getting kids out and moving. Yeah, got to mm -hmm. have them moving. Gotta well, have yeah, them. And yeah, absolutely. Keep them moving. For Keep them moving. Sure. For um, sure. Mental health amongst kids at each different grade level. Mm. It's interesting. It's all the same now. Everybody, you got elementary kids that has anxiety now, all the way up to high school. Mm -hmm. Like you know, and I think especially after the pandemic. Oh yeah. 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 It's even you know. I mean, I don't even, it's, it's hard to gauge now, Yeah, you know, but like growing up back in the day, you know, we didn't have the, all, a lot of all these, you know, symptoms and things of that nature and, and being diagnosed with certain, right. you know, things. It was just always. It was just, he's, he's a sad kid or right, he's a happy right, kid. Right. Or, yeah. So now, you know, with that, and like I said, on top of, you know, the post pandemic, it's just, you know, I think all, all the way across the board, I think it's just right now, I think it's yeah. even playing field yeah. right now. I a hundred percent. I think like you'll see at each grade level, the, how they express it is so different. Like elementary school, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine they know how to express to their friends or teachers like, hey, I'm anxious today. I don't, right. I don't think a, a first grader really does that. that yeah. And I could be wrong, but at, at the middle school level, I really see that's when kids start to talk about those things mm -hmm. yeah. and they start to really process their emotions. Like, huh, why do I feel this way? Yeah. Where are you on the mood meter? You know, oh, are you yeah. in the orange, uh -huh. green, and you know, yep. and I think middle school too because that's when they uh, a lot of our you know counselors, yeah, they they get you know they get to the, get their yep. hands dirty yeah. a lot of Definitely. times with the yeah. kids and the things they got yep. going on in their lives. Yeah, and it, it's interesting with like pandemic kids that were in school during the pandemic, how. And I was talking with, with with a friend of mine, and she was talking about how her kid has become just deathly afraid of getting sick because their kid went two years of school hmm. with every day it was, hey, do you have a fever? Hey, do you feel this way? Do you have this? Do you have like, and it trained them to be like, yeah. if I'm sick, this is gonna be terrible. Like, right. I can't be here if I if right. I if or I if someone's sick, we shut down the school and we're yeah. remote for a week. Yeah. yeah. So that's really played a factor on kids' mental health. Absolutely. Like it's, it, 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 that short term couple years affects kids in the long term. Yeah, and, and I think like sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I think also um, social media probably oh, has yeah. a lot to do oh, with oh, kids' yeah, mental yeah. health, and I think elementary kids, it's all about you know 
teaching them how to regulate and how mm -hmm. to figure out what they're feeling, why, like, and how to handle that emotion. Yeah. Um, where middle school, high school, you have kids who are starting to understand their emotions mm -hmm. and, and understand that you know, they need to take care of it, but they're also seeing a lot of stuff right. yeah. online right. Right. or They're being exposure. left out. Like it is, I, I'm so glad that I went to high school when, when I did, yeah. yes. I would have been crushed if my friends were hanging out without me right. and like, mm -hmm. and I don't know. And like you can I see just, it in real these time. Pork babies, like, I, yeah. It's like, Oh, all my friends yeah. are hanging out. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and that's another difference is social media at all different levels. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know what goes on in the, at the elementary level with social media, but at right. the middle school level, man, it's a huge deal. Yeah. You know, like like you just said. They just got it, probably. Yeah. So you, it's... Middle school students are watching live action. Hey, all these people I thought our friends are hanging out together. Why didn't I get invited? Yeah. And it's, you hear kids talk about that stuff and you start those conversations at the middle school level of of friendships and what is a good friend, what isn't a good friend, and 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 talking to those the other kids who are posting those things of like, yeah. mm -hmm. hey, how does that make other people feel? Mm -hmm. Like, it, I don't know. It's just different, also interesting like conversations. Seeing really bad stuff too, like right. stuff that's oh, yeah. detrimental. So. Uh -huh. At our middle school level, our, our kids actually created an IG page. It's a fight page. Oh, all the fights that are, you know, happening or whatever, and they upload the fights. Oh, my goodness. So a lot of times the kids who, you know, were a part of the fight, and let's just say they just didn't win or whatever, but now that's out there. Right. And everybody's constantly mm -hmm. always reminding them, oh, remember this? Look at this. Look at this. Right. So that does something to them. Definitely, it's, it's really yeah. devastating to them, and so now they're they're like very withdrawn in school, or or they act out. You know what I'm saying? On the other end, trying yeah. to show that oh, mm -hmm. well, now my behavior is going to be really aggressive because I don't want y'all to think that I'm you know soft or yeah. loser right. or you, you right. see what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. But it's that constant reminder being on social media. Yep. So and, and and every time we go down to shut a page down, guess what? A new page yeah. creates. Yep. Pops up. Absolutely. And, and perception is reality for the kids that they see that stuff and they think this is reality. This is this is how life always is. And it's like, no, 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 no. Those fight no. pages. That's new. Like that isn't uh, right. That, yeah. that, that isn't something that that yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely didn't. Have that. No, no. Well, it, exactly. Well, and I think like the good I think the positive part of where we're at right now or where students are coming into kind of like the mental health area is that we are acknowledging it. Yeah, they're so the, important. The idea that like, I mean, I I remember being sad and anxious in now that I know like mm -hmm. what anxious is in elementary school and it's just like, oh, that's that's Jess. Mm -hmm. Like it's she's just sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now we have this idea that like let's identify these emotions mm -hmm. and let's figure mm -hmm. out like what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Mental health is a great thing and i feel like a lot more it's almost weird now if you're yeah. not seeing a therapist mm -hmm. or oh, like yeah. dealing with that so i think that's a i think that's a positive thing for and, and no 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 and i'm definitely an advocate of that and i and i joke around with it on stage and I, when i tell you know educators go to therapy but I, i'm i'm dead serious because all everything that we're talking about all yeah. these emotions that these kids are going through and they're bleeding onto us and we're yeah. like sponges and we absorb <laughs> all that. We take Absolutely. on all that trauma. Absolutely. So as an educator, it, you know, that affects our mental mm -hmm. health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we, we're carrying a lot of weight on us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, th and then we have our own issues. And, and then, on top and of that. And then you have to go home and now go be a mom, go be a dad, go be right. a, a, you know, whatever it is. Right. A friend, yeah. a husband, right. a partner, like it weighs all on of the you. things. It yeah. weighs on you. And, and that's where... Um, 
like I, I had a, a PD the other day and um, I liked what this guy talked about, but some things I wish he would change, but he talked about um, as teachers and uh, this applies for all grade levels. There's some days that you get in the car and you start driving to work and there's sometimes you might just have to turn the car around and right. just be like, you know what? I can't, I can't do it today. Yeah. I can't do it today. And the hard part about doing that is like at the middle school level, I can relatively quickly throw together some sub plans, <laughs> but elementary, right. like those last minute, I'm right. going to be gone. I don't know how you do it. Like, yeah. I really don't. It's like, tough. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. And and again, like that idea of like, if I take a day off, then, you know, you have that kid that you're kind of making a breakthrough right. with. And if you're gone, like you're you're their comfort blanket or you're yeah. their support and you're not there to support them. That's like a whole new level of guilt yeah. that you have. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's good to recognize that where and these kids are at. We have to be on our best A game. It goes back yeah. to what you were saying. And, you know, I always say this, like, uh, it's just like they tell you in an airport, you know, um, and when they, you know, telling you the instructions, it's like before you help this person, make sure you put your own oxygen yeah. mask yeah, on for first sure. in order so you can provide mm -hmm. aid. So we have to remember to do that as educators too. Like we we have to be on our best A game yep. in order for us to service the kids mm -hmm. in the best way. You yeah, know? a yeah. thousand percent. So Definitely health all the way across the board. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the things on here. So this is always a hot button dress codes at the different levels oh, oh it's it, oh i don't deal with any oh, of that oh, no. and here here's here's my well, rule so most of the time this is just my personal rule and i i'm sure people can find flaws in this <laughs> ideology but this is how i approach things here we go if there's ever a dress code issue with a female i don't address it i have a female teacher address it that is that's okay. just that how is the correct that's way how i operate it to handle because it. i've been burned before on on the Things getting twisted. I just. I, are I you just, so are you forced to not forced, but like yeah? Are the, you encouraged? The, the expectation. Yeah. Yeah. The expectation is here's the district policy. You guys are gonna follow it. So like, I want people to understand. Like teachers, we don't make the dress code. Right. We 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 do. We are middle <laughs> That's management. We the have last to force thing it. We want yeah. To do. That is. We are middle management when it comes to implementing a lot of those things. Where our boss says to do this, we're gonna do it. That's yeah. just that. That's. How it goes when you have a job. Right. You agree with it, you disagree with it, whatever. Okay, that's a different conversation. But that's like for me, if it's if it's a boy with his pants sagging down, yeah, brother, come on, pull your pants up. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. We had to uh, determine what violated the district's policies. So, because at first it was they just left it up to our discretion. What oh, you didn't felt. have you didn't have like a concrete. Oh. No, so because it, it, we everybody kept bumping heads oh, and it was so right. Uh, well, I mean, what could go wrong there? Right, yeah. gray areas. Right. So they implemented this structure. So it was then it went from no, here's the uh, specific things to look for, and they broke the body down into regions. So mm -hmm. if a region one is covered, region two, region three, like you know, what I'm saying? so <laughs> your region one. Looks that's, what, that's how we had to say. Oh, so like, ma'am, um, your region four, you're violating region four. <laughs> region two, code red. Region two, code red. <laughs> That's what we sounded like. Joy 319, you got Joy 319. Okay. <laughs> so watch this. Because that was so much of a problem that uh -huh. the next year, because it was a lot, because I guess with fashion now, uh, and this, this was what, well, year, last year. So the shorts got shorter, right? 
Shorts got shorter, but it was fashion. It wasn't looked upon as, oh, right. that's not, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. Taste, you know what I'm saying? When but everyone started doing it, it's right. like, oh, okay, can so, we fight them all? I mean, right, sometimes right. I, so they just was like, you know what? Right. Yeah. There's times that I wear my booty shorts to school. I mean, just kidding. Hey. Just kidding. Hey. Are you? <laughs> Can you imagine? I, like, I used to have teachers. At, when I taught middle school, there was this, this one instance that I do remember. I had a teacher um, who had my homeroom, and my homeroom came back to me. Mm-hmm. She was like, Miss Smith, come here. She was like, you need to talk to and pointed to the student about her dress code. And I'm like... You can. You mm-hmm. saw it. I didn't. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't like. Uh-huh. Don't force me into a situation I <laughs> yeah. don't want to be in. It's like actually, I don't teach them anymore. You yeah. can have that conversation. Yeah. They have or such like, a good relationship with them. Why are we picking? Like mm-hmm. nitpicking stuff. It's like the student. It's the it's the teachers who like nitpick the stuff. Uh, like, pick your pick your dress code battles. Like yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I like how our district does it. Where across the district they say here are the black and white rules. Yeah. Like here here are the rules. There's no there's no gray. Yeah. This it is it is this rule. Everybody across the it just, right. it gets rid of so many issues of like well this school allows hats and this school doesn't allow hats mm-hmm. this school you can wear a hood this school you can't wear a hood right like, what was the parents it was the parents complaining because they was yeah. like you know what we feel like this 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 and this and so you, you know and usually a district they will never break but they'll bend yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. that's unfortunate yeah. but yeah so let's let's end this episode let's definitely with... end this episode <laughs> with <laughs> let's end this episode with why you taught at the level ah. that you're teaching. Yeah. Ah, real good. Uh, middle school, I like the age that they're at because they're still malleable. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still, like, some of their habits aren't fully formed yet. Like, it's you can still catch them early, kind of. And, and yeah. I, I really like teaching middle school because you can have fun conversations, you can joke around with them, and they're goofy. Yeah. You know, they're goofy kids, and yeah. it, it's fun. You yeah. know, you can, you know, like I always tell kids, I'm not here to teach you um, what to think. I'm here to teach you how to think. Right. So having those conversations of, well, think of this perspective and this perspective. Yeah. You know, I'm not ever there to say, here's what you need to believe this. It's fun at the middle school level because you can really get them to start thinking about things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think elementary for me, it's just they are so pure and innocent Mm -hmm. and just so easy to hype up Mm -hmm. and easily excitable in the sense of like if you're excited about a a project or something that you're learning like they're gonna be so pumped to do it and i Mm -hmm. that's such like a refreshing thing where you're not constantly fighting people to be engaged with you Mm -hmm. yeah um and i just i loved every and the kids want to please you you yeah, know? right. It's yeah. it's so much easier <laughs> to do that with elementary kids. They're just they're just so amazing, and they're learning mm-hmm. new things that they've never mm-hmm. like. When I taught fractions, mm-hmm. it was like they're what? like, bing, bing, bing. what? Wait, this Mind relates blown. to what? Like it's just <laughs> it's so cool to yeah. see, and I I loved every second. I chose uh, whether it was high school or middle school. Um, I chose uh, that grade level for the same reason, you know, um, because I was friends with the principal. Because hey! <laughs> it was a job. Right. <laughs> Thank y'all, man. Another wonderful episode. Another wonderful episode, man. Definitely going down Teachers Off Duty podcast. Uh, again, my name is Casey Mack. You can follow me at Casey Mack Funny on all platforms. And my name is Gabe Dannenberg. 
That's my name. It's on all platforms. Check it out. And I am Jess Smith, Teacher Tales of Miss Smith. And don't forget to follow Board Teachers on mm. all platforms. And don't forget to follow the Teachers Off Duty podcast on all platforms. And since you're following, go ahead and follow us on Supercast. A lot of great uh, uh, content on there, exclusive content. You don't want to miss it. And you definitely don't want to miss the Board Teachers Comedy Tour. Ooh. That's right. That's right. Board Teachers Comedy Tour. Jacksonville will see you tonight. Uh, Shippenburg, uh, Pennsylvania. But we won't see you if you don't have a ticket right now. Because <laughs> it's already sold out. <laughs> Atlantic City, New Jersey. Pat Charles, New York is sold out. Uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. We need some tickets. Buy them. Support us. Akron, Ohio. Wabash, Indiana. Joliet, Illinois sold out as well. Thank you, Chicago, for showing up. And Toledo, <laughs> Ohio, get your tickets. We can't wait to see you. Ticket information in the description. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>